Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! With the U.S. Open here, of course, commencing for the day, there are two storylines. As far as I'm concerned as a sports fan, there are two storylines with this year's Open. I think one will be quick and one will be long. The quick one will be Serena, who will uh, serve him up tonight at 7 o'clock in what very well might be her swan song. I would think it, you know, from a tournament standpoint, yes. Uh, as far as her career is concerned, in a career that has uh, been all over the place and has lasted an incredible long time of dominance, 22, 23 years, as she starts her uh, uh, run here in her last ever Grand Slam and her last uh, uh, tournament period. Now listen, I'm not expecting much. Let's do the basics first. I would be shocked if Serena makes a run. Could she win this first round match tonight? Yeah, I guess she could. She could win this first round match tonight, but this is somebody who's only played four matches in 13 months. Uh, that was at Wimbledon where she lost, and then she played three matches this summer, one in Tor- two in Toronto. She won one, lost one, and then she got routed last week in, or two weeks ago in Cincinnati. So I am not expecting much. She's 41 in late September. This has been a big storyline here in the New York scene for the last three or four days. Back page of the New York Post today, and this is off the Mets series against Colorado. Giants-Jets preseason. Yankees losing two games to the A's. I mean, think about it. Yankees losing to Oakland twice, and I got Serena, the Queen of Queens, uh, on the back page of the New York Post. It's all over the place in the New York Times today. Uh, This is a huge story. Now, I don't know if it's a huge story nationally. I saw the USA Today did a little something on it. I don't know if people in Kansas City are that wrapped up on it, uh, or in Phoenix, or in L.A., or in Walla Walla, but they are in New York. So this match tonight at 7, you knew they put her on first night here at the Open, is a big deal. Uh, She'll be nervous, so her opponent, uh, her opponent Opponents won three or four grand ma- grandstand matches this year. ESPN will make a big deal about it. There'll be tears uh, if she loses on the goodbye. That will be fascinating. They'll put 23,000 people in the seats before we begin at 7.15 or thereabouts tonight. Kyrgios will play second, so you have uh, a lot of dynamic in that building this evening with Serena and him, uh, and we'll see. I don't expect a lot out of Serena in this tournament. I think she might win a round. Expecting anything more than that is really asking a lot. Both will be nervous tonight, her and her opponent, so I don't want to read too much into it. You're going to hear about, you know, the greatest player of all time and the Mount Rushmore argument and all those things. Right now is not... I'll do it sometime today. I'm not going to start the show with it. Um, You know, we can debate that until the cows come home. Most of the folks you debate it with have never heard of Martina Navratilova. Who? Tracy Austin? Never heard of her. I mean, so you got to keep... Hannah Monlikova? That what? Who? I never heard. Who's he? Or she? So, I mean, you got to keep that in mind when you debate this with the 25-year-old tennis fan who thinks that the sport began in 2003. So you gotta go, you got to remember that. Uh, but obviously, she's right there in a discussion with Graf. I think Martina, pound for pound for me, but that's really for another day. The issue with Serena today should be, uh, you know, this is her night, and this will be her tournament until she loses. And this will be a big theme here these first 24, 36 hours. And if she ever won the night, then you're going to, you know, get another couple days of this, and it'll be a big deal on Wednesday. So we'll keep an eye on that as this moves along. That is item number one. It's Serena's start here at the Open. Item number two is Nadal, and he needs to carry, I think, the whole tournament after Serena loses because there's no Djokovic. We all know the scenario with the vaccination. Uh, You know, last year, the women's field was a very fun final with the two young kids, uh, you know, from Britain and, of course, Fernandez from Canada. 
played a good final. You can't expect that again. Uh, I think Nadal, who didn't play this event last year, this was all about Djokovic a year ago trying to go out there and win a Grand Slam, but I think he's the key to the whole deal. Nadal will play tomorrow, his first round match. Uh, he's the number two seed. Obviously, he's won two of the first three Grand Slams of the year, and who knows? He could have won the third of them if he didn't you know, have to default or not take the court against Kyrgios in a semifinal after he had beat Fritz at Wimbledon with the abdominal tear, and then he couldn't play the semifinal. Uh, and Nadal's only played one match since, uh, since. That was, of course, in Cincinnati when Courage beat him in three sets. Nadal didn't really go all out on his serve. He's a little rusty. Uh, he hasn't played a lot of tennis. He seems like he's into it. But Nadal's day-to-day. I mean, I think that's the best way to read Nadal. He's day-to-day. You hope for the best. I think the longer he goes, the better off he's going to be. He loves to practice. Uh, so if he can get a round or two under his belt, he should. He's got an easy bracket on the bottom half of that draw. On the other side of it, of course, one half of the draw went today. Medvedev won, people like that. The other half of the draw goes tomorrow where Nadal is. And we shall see. Nadal beat uh, Medvedev in Australia in five sets this year. He should have lost. And Nadal also beat Medvedev here three years ago in five sets, which is also a tremendous match, too. So getting Nadal through into week number two, I think, is very, very important uh, for this. You know, there's no Federer. There's no there's no Djokovic. You know, I think it's very important. Medvedev has been falling off. There's no Zverev either. He's out. Uh, you know, so I think it's, you know, Kyrgios, you know, he could make a run here and he's fun to watch, although he's a nutcase. He's fun to watch, but I think from him, you know, you never know what you're going to get. He could lose his first round match. He's playing his doubles partner tonight and you never know of him. You know, he just might decide he's had enough in New York and go home. So you can't count on him to carry the men's side. I think it has to be Nadal. So we shall keep an eye on him. He's obviously ahead of Djokovic as far as the Grand Slams are concerned. It's a shame that Djokovic isn't here. I don't understand the uh, CDC policy where, you know, he can't play here because he's unvaccinated as a foreigner. He played in Paris. He played in London. But he can't play here. Uh, uh, that to me is an absolute. It's not the U.S. Open's fault. That's a disgrace. They're just following government policy. You can get on Djokovic all you want about not getting the jabs. And I am one who does that. But, I mean, geez, he can't play. Any, I, I, don't, I don't understand the logic. But regardless, he's not here. Uh, so we shall see here, um, you know, how Nadal and Medvedev handle that. Medvedev today won easy. He's the defending champ. He plays well in his hard courts. You know, Medvedev has not had a great summer. Remember, he could not play Wimbledon because they wouldn't let him play, which was also stupid. The Russians couldn't play at Wimbledon, which made no sense. So he did not play Wimbledon. He's not a great, he's not a great clay court player. So the last time we've really gotten a big look at him in a Grand Slam was in Australia, and he had that two sets to love lead against Nadal, and he ended up losing in five sets. When he lost to Nadal here, it was the other way. He was down two sets, got it even at two sets apiece, and then lost in the fifth. Medvedev is fun to watch, but Medvedev is going to need Nadal. So I think Rafa making a run here is very important as far as the tournament is concerned. Uh, there's life. This is an event. New York's an event town. New York likes events. There's lots of people watching practice sessions. The foyer here right outside of Arthur Ashe is jammed. Lots of people. You know, you buy a T-shirt, it's 30 bucks. You know, I actually bought a draw sheet today, and I've been coming here since 1987 covering the event. Covering it since 87. I've been at the U.S. Forest Hills since 1970. But as far as covering the event, WMCA, I saw Nadal. I saw Nadal. I saw Lendl and Vlander in the final. I covered it for MCA, WMCA, 30-something years ago. And this is the first time in 35 years I've come to the U.S. Open and I had to spend five bucks for a draw sheet. Five bucks I had to spend. You can't give me a draw. It's like going to a ballpark and, and not getting a scorecard free. 
You got to buy five dollars? Are you kidding me? And God forbid if you buy a tennis ball, you know one of those big tennis balls? I've signed a million of them already today. You know those big tennis balls? That must cost you a fortune. I'm going to go buy a couple of outfits later on today. I got to look like Nadal if I can't play like him for the weekend at Shorehaven. So from that, that's going to cost me an arm and a leg. I got to buy any a pair of shorts, running around a pair of long pants. That's going to cost an arm and a leg. I'm going to buy a cocktail after four hours to talk in tennis. I'm buying a lot of cocktails. But I'm buying a cocktail at seven, a gray goose walking out of here, and that's going to cost me a fortune. When you come to the U.S. Open, bring a credit card. Bring a credit card. It's good to have you board. We got a lot to do today. Johnny Mac, P. Mac, James Blake, go a little bit later on as we chat. And by the way, if you did not know this, I'm going to have a chance to, well, let me first say this. Johnny Mac's Showtime piece on his life airs, it streams Friday and premieres next Sunday on Showtime. So Johnny's going to have, I don't know if it's two hours or one hour, whatever it might be. The director didn't care that much about tennis. I read the preview of it, and Johnny will come by and talk about that when he comes here a little bit later on. Regardless, regardless, that will be, that, that will be, you know, that will be a big event. And then on Friday night, you know, I'm going to be part of that Manning cast. I'll get a kick out of that. Boy, I'll be tough in that booth. Oh, boy, oh, boy. I'll be tough in that booth with whoever they put me with, ESPN. I'm an ESPN employee. Did I ever tell you that? Say something funny, Eddie. The network I bashed for 30 years, now I can't get enough of them. That's the strangest thing. What a phony. I sold my soul for the exposure. That's all I did. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.